We're looking for love. This is a love letter to a place that I never knew eight weeks ago. Now, it's part of me. And trying to ease the pain. If you don't get out of my way, I'll run you over with my car and crush your skull. Then you'll give me Oxycontin to make it right. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, August 10th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. CBS has evicted a Big Brother house guest, and not as part of the gameplay, but because of his use of a racial slur. Luke Valentine is the latest contestant to be caught on a hot mic and always active camera as the 30-year-old illustrator from Coral Springs, Florida, said the N-word in front of three other houseguests. In a statement, the network and Big Brother producers said, quote, Luke violated the Big Brother code of conduct, and there is zero tolerance in the house for using a racial slur. He has been removed from the house. His departure will be addressed in Thursday night's show. The incident occurred early Wednesday morning when Luke was in a room with Corey Werderberger, Hassam Gueli and Jared Fields. Luke paused after he used the word in front of the three guys, one of which, Jared, is black. Shortly after, Luke said, quote, Well, I'm in trouble now, before noting, I've been in worse trouble. Big Brother airs tonight at 9 on CBS. Rob Lowe has revealed that he made the executive decision to leave the West Wing because he felt, quote, very undervalued. The actor played Deputy White House Communications Director Sam Seaborn in the first four seasons of Aaron Sorkin's hit political drama. He discussed his 2002 departure on a new episode of Stitcher Studios' Pod Crushed podcast. Lowe told host Pin Badgley, Nava Kavalin, and Sophie Ansari in an interview conducted before the actor's strike that he included some work stories in his book, but, quote, purposely didn't share half of the other ones because it would make the people involved look so bad that I didn't want to do it to them. So, I did not have a good experience. Lowe said he tried to make it work, adding, I walked away from the most popular girl at school, but I always knew that it was a super unhealthy relationship and it was the best thing I ever did. Lowe was written out of the Emmy-winning series in season four with his character running for Congress in his home district of Orange County, California. And Robbie Robertson, the legendary Canadian musician best known as the former leader of the band and as a frequent collaborator of Martin Scorsese, has died. He was 80. Robertson died Wednesday morning after battling a long illness. He had recently completed his work as a composer on the upcoming Killers of the Flower Moon with Scorsese. Robertson has worked as a songwriter, producer, performer, actor, and film composer for more than six decades. He took an interest in music from a very young age and started playing guitar in various bands as a teenager. Over time, he formed a band with Rick Danko, Garth Hudson, Richard Manuel, and LaVon Helm. The group first gained notoriety as The Hawks, a backing band for Ronnie Hawkins, before being hired for Bob Dylan's electric 1965-1966 world tour. In time, The Hawks became The Band. The band's farewell concert, The Last Waltz, was captured on film by Scorsese, 
leading to the start of Robertson's solo career, which would include a years-long partnership with the filmmaker. Robertson worked with Scorsese as a composer, music supervisor, and music producer on films such as Raging Bull, The King of Comedy, The Color of Money, Gangs of New York, The Departed, Shutter Island, The Wolf of Wall Street, Silence, The Irishman, and his upcoming release, Killers of the Flower Moon. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. The Challenge spinoff that divided fans with its season one finale is back for its second season, and it's today's number three pick. This season, The Challenge USA is putting CBS staples up against some of the flagship series' biggest names, including Johnny Bananas, Wes Bergman, Tori Deal, and others. Take a listen. This is not Big Brother. People are coming for blood, and it's going to get ugly. The Challenge USA is back. Representing the red, white, and blue. And for the first time. You are not in Kansas anymore. CBS Reality Titans. This is really a redemption season for me. Battle it out. The rookies have no idea what's in store for them. With Legends of the Challenge franchise. I am the challenger that keeps everyone up at night. Once I get an opportunity to take these bets out, I am 100% going to take it. In the fiercest competition yet, this is the Challenge USA. However, this season, the Challenge vets will be outnumbered. With only six vets in the house, fans will have to watch and see if the newcomers are smart enough to come out on top and win that $500,000 prize. Let's get to this money! You guys need to help! Get down here and play! I hate you! I'm not giving any temptation, not this time. I have a crush, but is it good for my game? No. There are only six challenge bets in this game. We need to make sure that we get to the end. One vote is the thing between me and going home. In Survivor, I was the runner-up. And here, I'm not making that same mistake. I don't care if you won seven times. I'm winning today. Find out what kind of drama Bananas stirs up when the second season of The Challenge USA premieres tonight at 10 on CBS. Number two. Never have I ever been more ready for the premiere of our next pick, Love in Taipei. Based on the novel Love Boat Taipei by Abigail Hing Nguyen, the Paramount Plus movie follows Ever Wong, a teenage girl who's unsure what path she should take in life. Her parents send her on a cultural immersion trip to Taipei to learn all about her heritage. While there, she meets Sophie, who's more interested in social gatherings than studying, and with her help begins to embrace the unexpected nature of the city, which includes two cute boys who catch her eye. One is Rick, a sports prodigy, and the other is Xavier, an artist who prefers to live life on the spontaneous side. Here's the trailer. Surprise! You are going to Taipei. Like Taiwan? (laughs) We want to give you something special. It's going to be the perfect summer. Hi. Hi. I'm Sophie Ha. Like, haha. I, I never. Do you go to college? Um, Are you excited for the summer? I've seen any guys you like. <sighs> Do you not like to talk? Um, I don't really know if excited is the right word. You are here to learn and experience your cultural heritage. Parents send their kids here because they think it's a cultural program, but we're all here because we know what it really is. Stop! One big party. This is Ever. 
her. You should ask Ever out. You're single, and she struggles with social skills and making friends and stuff like that. It's perfect. What? Catch you later, Ever. Bye. Rick. Maybe this trip is your chance to let loose for a change. Live a little. It was good. I didn't mean to scare you. I'm Xavier. Ever. Forever, ever? Where are you going? Oh, what about curfew? Hey, Ever, remember that crazy fun night when you followed the rules? No. Exactly, because no one ever remembers those nights. If I just let go. Wow, the city is just... Incredible. Yeah. It's getting a lot better. Chinese work and you're right. Yeah, um, oh. gotta go. Love you. Bye-bye. Right now in life, it feels like I'm torn between two of everything. When I'm with you, I'm more me than I've ever been. I don't know what I want. Here's the thing. You worry so much about the life that you want. You never take the time to appreciate the life that you have. If I just let go, let go. It's one of my favorite spots. This is a love letter to a place that I never knew eight weeks ago. Now, it's part of me. What now? Forever, ever. If I just let go. So, who will ever choose as her forever boy? Watch Love in Taipei, streaming now on Paramount Plus to find out. Trivia. It's trivia time. Love in Taipei was filmed on location in Taipei City, the capital of Taiwan, officially part of the Republic of China and neighboring both China and Japan. The island of Taiwan has been a filming location for many popular movies, including which of the following? Life of Pi, Crazy Rich Asians, or To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Stick around for the answer, as well as our number one pick, What to Watch. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Netflix is following in Hulu's footsteps for our number one pick taking on the opioid crisis in a new series from director Peter Berg. Starring Matthew Broderick, Uzo Aduba, Taylor Kitsch, and more, Painkiller is a fictionalized take on the creation of the drug OxyContin. Here's a bit of the trailer. I am an investigator with the U.S. Attorney's Office. You lie, you hurt people, you go down. You ever prosecute a company as big as Purdue Pharma? 
All of human behavior is essentially comprised of two things. Run from pain, run toward pleasure. Pain, pleasure, pain, pleasure. If we place ourselves right there, between pain and pleasure, we will never have to worry about money again. Pain is no longer something we have to tolerate. We have an answer. How can something legally prescribed be killing so many people? Tell me what words you associate with oxycodone. Oxy what? Painkiller follows the beginning of the opioid crisis through a number of perspectives, from Broderick's Richard Sackler, the now former chairman and president of Purdue Pharma, which developed the drug, to medical sales reps, to Taylor Kitsch's mechanic, who is prescribed the drug after injuring himself on the job. Oxycoffins. Excuse me? Don't put that in the notes. We are under investigation. Could you tell me everything you know about Oxycontin? You like horror movies? They do the bad, bad things. You will be convincing doctors to take pain seriously. Oxycontin is the one to start with and the one to stay with. The more you prescribe, the more you'll help. It is now the number one opioid in the country. This drug is permeating every part of our community. You're the cutest little Oxycontin kitten we've seen in a minute. If it's working, which it is, we can increase the dose. Let's kick you up to 40 milligrams. It doesn't just kill people. It destroys the families and friends. You're a drug dealer with a ponytail. You bought that car with the death of a 16-year-old girl. <laughs> they are doing the exact same thing as every crack dealer in America, except they are getting rewarded for it. He is in pain. He is addicted to pills, and it's your fault. They know they are killing people. Richard Sackler. Hello. You were... You did a good job making all that money, sir. Thank you. Painkiller is streaming on Netflix now. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Which of the following movies was filmed in Taiwan? Life of Pi. Crazy Rich Asians, or To All the Boys I've Loved Before? Well, it received 11 Oscar nominations, winning four, including Best Director Ang Lee. The answer is Life of Pi, the 2012 movie filmed in Taichung City in Taiwan, as well as at the Taipei Zoo. And that is it for our show today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow. So be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep, Wesley Stenzel, and EW staff. Edited by Sammy Junio. Produced by Ashley Boucher. Hosted and produced by Jared Hall. And executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch. <laughs>